live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving and storage studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth. We help you do work that you love and create actual amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz. Give us a call today. We want to talk about whatever it is that's on your mind, whatever it is that's been bugging you, trying to make a decision. We want to help you. The number is 888-825-5225. And let's go directly to the phone lines. We've got Stephen on the line. Stephen's in Austin, Texas. How can we help you today, Stephen? Well, first of all, thank you for taking my call. I'm listening to you folks. I believe you guys are awesome. And um, now, what I want to what I want to say is, hey, are you in a place where you can kind of dial it back? I just heard a little something there. Yeah, I'm at my job right now. Okay. Anyway, I'm in that corner of the job here, and that's side of points. Get that out of the way. Okay. How can we help today? Well, I want to go to move to a different position mm-hmm. where I've had prior experience and has the potential to make a lot more, a lot more lucrative career. And um, a place right now where I work is a big box home improvement store. Mm-hmm. And um, the now this place, I you know they have the benefits here, so they are able to have uh, my health insurance, which takes care of my medications that okay. I take every day mm-hmm. or every month, which the medications are up around 10 grand a month. Gosh, what, what, what's your, what's, what's the health issue, Steve? Yeah. Steven, what's, what's going on? Epilepsy. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And the biggest part of all this is me not being able to drive back and forth to work. Mm. No, I have to have my wife drive me. Or right now, my father-in-law, he's down here. He does it too. Mm-hmm. So, but so, your health insurance is covering the cost of your medication for that at this point. Exactly. Okay. And my wife's so scared of me trying to find another job. Of mm. because uh, we'll be losing my insurance. Now I came up with a plan here. It may sound a little crazy, but if I can get. I have, you know, a bunch of vacation days I can use mm-hmm. in sick time, and I can maybe get, you know, two or three months worth of medicine, you know, stocked up. Go and find these different uh, job offers and interviews that have been uh, have been asked of me to go do. Mm-hmm. I can. I can do that. So, so you've got a list of prospects. You've got a list of jobs that you're interested in, that you're interested in applying for. And they're interested in me coming to them. Yeah, okay. that's great. Also. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so, Stephen, you could use some vacation days mm-hmm. um, for that. Or if you have a, yeah, an interview in the afternoon, maybe it's, if it's, are you on, on an hourly pay right now? Yes, I'm on the hourly pay. Okay, so and yeah, so even if you had to take off a, an afternoon um, to go right. and interview with a company, you know, to do that for sure. But I would not jump ship until you have another job solidified because you don't want your insurance, yeah, to, mm-hmm. to yeah, I'm with your wife on that. That would be scary if 
if you had a gap between quitting this job and you know waiting, I guess, for another job. So making right. sure that you have one that's secure um, so that you can or, just move your health insurance over and, and, and be on a new plan, you know, maybe with a new carrier or whatever that looks like with your new job. Uh, and making sure that it has benefits because, yeah, of your of your health situation, that is right. something that you're going to want um, mm-hmm. set up for sure. How old are you, Stephen? Yeah. I'm 40 years old. We just had our first newborn baby. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. You know, uh, uh, Newborns well, are tough yeah. sometimes. They are. I like this idea. I like the idea of you looking for work if you're, you know, whether it's you're looking to increase your income or you're looking to increase your benefits. I like that. What I want you to do is really sit down and dream about where you want to be long term and, you know, not just pick something because it's more money or not just pick something because of the benefits, but pick something because it's really something that energizes you. Uh, Like Ken Coleman would say, something that gives you the juice and gets those juices flowing so that you're doing work that matters and work that really uh, matters to you. We appreciate that call, Steve, and hopefully we were able to help you out there. Uh, let's take another call. We got Rob in Denver, Colorado. What's going on, Rob? How can we help today? Hey, guys. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. Hey, quick question for you. My wife and I, um, we are in baby steps four, five, and six. And we're kind of um, planning ahead five years out. Where do we want to be? And we would like to upgrade in a home. Uh, and my question is, is, to start planning uh, to make sure that it's, it's a good decision and that we have enough money. Is, is it best to pay towards the interest, I'm sorry, towards the principal that we have today? Um, or do we just pay the minimum amount and then take whatever we have left over and start saving up for another down payment? What, what would you guys suggest? I would continue to, to, pay off your house That's because you're going to be building equity in that. So there's still going to be, you're going to see that money again. Uh, it'll just be mm-hmm. an equity. And so I would do that. And because Rob, there's not like an actual specific, like, oh yeah, we're moving to that house in six weeks. Right. And you know, there's not like a very, very specific plan. You just know you want to upgrade. So while that dreaming is kind of still going uh, and before the logistics are put into place, just keep throwing money at the house and just be paying that okay. off. Yep, building that equity. Because when you guys do finally say, oh yeah, here's the house we want and you go through the process, yeah, you'll have more equity in the house to roll over to the second house. Would you say the same, Jade? Yeah, I love that plan. Uh, and for another reason, I think that whenever you pay it towards your current mortgage, it's a forced, it's forced savings. And because it's already gone into that account, you can't touch it. So if you were just putting it into savings, right, instead of, putting it on your mortgage. Let's say you're stacking it up in a savings account. Look, Hawaii, things pop up. Hawaii might be like, hey, okay. hey, next summer. Yeah, <laughs> here I, I am. <laughs> I always say Cousin Boo Boo's destination wedding. It always comes <laughs> at the worst possible time. Right when you've got <laughs> right when you've got $10,000 saved, Cousin Boo Boo gets married in the Caribbean. And, and you got to so, go. <laughs> and you oh. got to go. And so that's why we would suggest go ahead and throw it to your current mortgage. And when you get ready to move, you're going to sell the house and you're going to have this nice uh, little nest egg of equity there. So you know, Rachel, that's the thing. You know, we think that we'll save this money and that we're like such good savers and we always do what we say we're going to do with our money. Mm-mm, doesn't always happen. Ooh, I like to build in the accountability. Yes. I like to it. bake it's it right in. accountability and that equity. <laughs> it's a good question, Rob. It's a very good question. So that's what we would say to do. Anytime that you have money earmarked for something, if you can just 
build in that accountability so that you don't accidentally quotes around accidentally spend it on something else especially when it comes to something as major as a home purchase you definitely want to be able to do that because he's going to make money on it and you know he's going to have it ready for him and waiting when it is time this is the ramsey show Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. We're here for you. Whatever you're going through, if it's money, if it's relationships, if it's career. Hey, we're moms. If you're a mom and you're just like, uh, at your wits end, give us a call. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is Rachel Cruz. Give us a call at 888-825-5225. And today is a very special day. Yes, it is. I didn't know about this. I didn't know either. Today is Random Acts of Kindness Day, which I love this. February 17th, it says... If you're in the spirit of doing good, what better day to give back than on National Random Acts of Kindness Day, February 17th? Who knew? I, I know. So it started over 40 years ago in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And a journalist is credited with coining the phrase, practice random acts of kindness and senseless acts of beauty. Love that. So that article was published. And it sparked a kindness movement that spread to surrounding areas. And yeah, so just kind of a fun uh, a fun day because we love giving. Yeah. We talk about generosity a lot on this show and it's part of the legacy that you leave. It's part of one of the reasons why we talk about being wise with your money yep. and getting out of debt to have that margin so that you can give, save and spend all the things. Uh, yes. But giving is a it's a big part and everyone can participate in random acts of kindness. That's too. right. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Kindness is definitely contagious. It doesn't have to be tons of money. I mean, you can do something for five dollars. That's right. When whenever somebody gives me one of those like five dollar Starbucks gift cards. Yes. It's like, woohoo. Yes, like, thank it's you. just such a great <laughs> way to be kind. And, you know, we were talking about it last week. I think John and I were on and we were just saying how with everything going on, inflation and like, you know, uncertain economies it's really easy to kind of like focus our energy on that as yeah. opposed to going, okay, how do I rise above this? And one of the best ways is to take the focus off of you and all of your like, uh, and like constraint and go be generous. That's right. Go do anything. And we should, cha- let's do a challenge, Jade. Yeah, I like this. To everyone listening, mm-hmm. go and five bucks. Five dollars. It five could dollar. just be $5. $5 random holla. acts of kindness. And if you document it, Put it on social, hashtag the Ramsey way. Yes. And let's collect some of these stories and keep the random acts of kindness from over 40 years ago. Yes. Still in play. Let's keep this do going. That. Hashtag the Ramsey way. And hey, like tag us in it. Like tag yeah. at Rachel Cruz, tag at Jade Warshaw, George Campbell. Tag all of us because we want to see what you're doing. We want to share it on our social. We just want to make this thing contagious because like Rachel said, the whole point of living like no one else is so that later you can live mm-hmm. and give like no one else. And I think that no matter where you are in the baby steps, there's always a place for generosity. Even right. if it's just a little bit, you can you can do this. So oh, I love this. 
random acts of kindness day makes me feel even better it does it makes me feel great february 17th don't forget it (laughs) don't forget it it makes me feel so good i want to take a call from andrew in san jose california what you got going on andrew hi how are you both doing doing good how are you i'm doing i'm doing good um first thank you for taking my call giving me a chance to help me with my question Um, absolutely Simply put, uh, in the last four to six months or so, I got really caught up just inflating my lifestyle and now pretty much got myself in a, let's say, bad car situation that I'm oh, really no. just, just trying to get out of. Oh, no. Tell us about it. What's going on? So, um, <clears throat> I got a, a new car that at the time, um, I felt like I could handle the monthly payments, but uh, it kind of just feels like, you know, don't have much of a cash flow and uh, it's just... I really, I'm, at this point, I'm sell, I'm sold on selling the car. And the question I have for you guys is like, is it better for me to buy a car in cash, help pay down my debt faster, or finance something like a third of the cost that'll well, keep forever? What do you think we're gonna tell you? Buy a car in cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why do you? Th- well, I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate here because mm-hmm. I want to see. I, I want to make sure that you know the reason why. Because you're feeling the pinch of this car payment. How much is your car payment, Andrew? $1,100 a month. Ooh-wee. Yep, you are feeling that. Yeah, because, I mean, that's above How average. How much do you make a year? I make about, last year I made a little over 100 This year I'm on track to make about 120 Okay. So you've had the car for three months, and now yeah. you're thinking, whew, this was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So to Jade's question, why do you think that we... <laughs> are going to suggest to pay for your next car with cash and not take out another loan. Um, well, so I no longer have a monthly payment and, you know, help me save up faster. Um, and, I, I, and yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much it. my, to give you some, some background as far as why I wasn't thinking the other option, um, is really, uh, my, I, I've heard you guys give the advice before of telling people, you know, go buy a $3,000, $5,000 car, write it, and then uh, help you pay down the, the cash. But I, I'm i wondering if if that, uh, like, I'm I'm, wor- I'm worried that I'm going to get a car like that, and mm-hmm. then, you know, three, six months, it's going to have a lot of payments, or it's going to have to, like, a lot of fixes or something, and then I'm going to end up doing the same thing again. I think and as long as you... Hoping- I think is look I've I've only I've only driven used cars. I've never had a brand new car in my life. And I think as long as you do the research, check out the Carfax, find out as much as you can about the car and and make a solid purchase, that's thing one. And then thing two, we always talk about having an emergency fund. Your emergency fund is there in case something crazy goes wrong, right? There's that. And then your third level of protection is, you know, always having a sinking fund just sitting there for regular car maintenance so that you're taking care of your vehicles and, and you're doing the things like the oil changes and the tires and changing the, the, the belts and all, I don't know all the car terminology, but you're doing great jade you're you're selling me on it you know the rotator cuff you know whatever it's called i don't know what that is but as long as you're the alternator there you go as long as you are taking care of your vehicle as long as you have your emergency fund set aside i think it's really easy to focus on those horror stories and 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 let it talk you out of doing what's right but i know plenty of people who have bought new cars and they've had car troubles so i think that's just kind of like that that button that we hit to make it here's gonna be your biggest here's your biggest hurdle are you ready Mm-hmm. your ego okay oh that's it because you are sitting in a brand new very expensive car what kind of car is it it's a tesla 
Yeah. It's a Tesla. This is close to Rachel's heart now. (laughs) I will have a moment of silence with you, Andrew. (laughs) I'm so sorry. But listen, you're going to, it's going to hurt. Your ego is going to hurt. You've been driving around up to work, up with friends, going to dinner in your new Tesla. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to show up in a Camry. That's right. And your ego is going to take a hit. But you know what? Guess what? You're, Andrew's going to have money again. Okay. Andrew's going to have money. And that's what you have to focus on, Andrew. It's amazing how we just get so much of, we were talking about the consumerism in the last hour, but it's true. I'm like, man, this this lifestyle feel. And somehow we think if I just had a nice car, uh, if I just could go on this kind of trip, if I could yeah. have this kind of house, everything will be better. I'm going to feel better about myself mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because our cars have become our identity. People look at your car yeah. And they automatically, you know, they make assumptions, they make assumptions. And so it takes a level of humility, Andrew, to say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to help Andrew 10 years from now. Yeah. Be in a whole lot better shape to go buy a new Tesla. My goal for you, Andrew, is to go back to a new Tesla. I would love for you. Yes. Love for you to be an everyday millionaire, be investing, have no debt, cash flow coming in. You're making great money. Mm-hmm. And to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go buy a new Tesla and you don't even have to think twice about it. Come on. Drive like no one else. So later you can drive That's like no one goal, else. That's the goal, Andrew. That's the goal. But this thing is eating you alive. So you're going to take a hit on it. You're probably mm-hmm. going to be underwater by buying it brand new and selling it three months later. So you're going to take a small loan out for that difference. Put that in your debt snowball. Go buy a cheap car with $3,000, $5,000. It's fine. And if it breaks down in six months, guess what? It doesn't lose value. Go right. sell it for $3,000 more. Put okay. a few more and go to, go get another car, right? <sighs> like you can keep moving up in car. But it lists out all of your debts, Andrew. Knock it all out. You have a great income. Get a, a solid emergency fund. And your peace of mind, Andrew, your peace of mind is going to be so different because you're actually going to have peace. You're not going to have stress. I love that. You got it. You got it, Andrew. I but love I'm so that. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he has to amputate the Tesla. It's never an easy thing to do, but he's going to have peace because of it. Look, your car is not your status symbol. It does not say whether or not you are successful or not. What I'm looking at is, do you actually have money, Rachel? That's right. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz. And we're taking your calls today about life and money. Go ahead and give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And... If you're out there and you're looking to sell your house right now, trust me, it can be intimidating. I just went through this process. And since demand is still higher than supply, home prices are still rising, regardless of what all the peoples say, home prices are still rising. And the buyers in this market are serious about finding a deal. That means you may have some tough decisions to make on a tight timeline. But look, you don't have to sell your home alone and You shouldn't. Do not try this on your own, people. Trust me. It's important to work with an expert real estate agent who knows your local housing market inside and out and who will walk you through the selling process step by step. You need a real estate agent who's earned the right to be called Ramsey Trusted. And you can find one through our endorsed local providers program, Ramsey Trusted Pros, who are highly vetted, top tier agents, my team and I trust. And I do trust. Let me tell you something. I got my real estate agent through Ramsey Trusted and she was and still is 
incredible phenomenal mandy lynn festi you heard it here first she's incredible love her everything that i'm talking about right now they have what it takes to help you sell your home on your terms and for the best price wonderful if you're ready to sell your home get a ramsey trusted pro in your corner it's a free connect today just go to ramseysolutions.com slash agent to find one near you that's ramseysolutions.com slash agent you know jade two two nights ago we had a vip dinner in indianapolis before our building wealth event yeah and we had a group of ramsey trusted real estate agents tax professionals um we had smart investor pros investing and some other people um that we have contact with there in the area of, of, of indianapolis so mm-hmm. we had a dinner mm-hmm. and you know and, and we get to you know you and i and the Ramsey personalities that were there you know, we get to mingle kind of before dinner. You sit at a table and just get to know these people. And I sat with a tax, a, a Ramsey trusted tax mm-hmm. pro yep. and a real estate agent. And they are just, those two specifically, because I just had dinner with them. I'm like, they're heart for people. Yes. And to help you guys. That's why we recommend people in your corner, especially mm-hmm. these very specific areas of your of your journey with money. Yeah. Because uh, investing can be intimidating. Selling your home can be intimidating and buying a home taxes, like all of these areas of your money, mm-hmm. having someone that's a professional that actually cares and loves what they do. Yes. I mean, they love what they do and getting to help people. So make sure to check this out because we vet these people and we just want to, we want you guys to have a level of financial peace and freedom with your money and having good people on your team. That's right. It's so, so huge. Uh, it takes half. The, I mean, it takes the stress out of it. It does. Yes. When we were looking for a house here in Tennessee, oh, my girl, my girl, my, my real estate <laughs> agent, she came through. She came all the way through. So definitely get with a Ramsey uh, trusted pro in your area. Let's take a call. Let's take Philip. What's going on, Philip, from Indianapolis, Indiana? Hey, I was actually there last night at the Building Wealth Store. Hey, let's oh, go, Philip. So, awesome. Uh, love the energy in there. So I'm calling because I just I feel like I need some encouragement. Maybe a kick in the pants or both. Um, Uh-oh. We can do I, that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm 34. I've got uh, $200,000 left in debt, um, about 150000 of that student loans, and then uh, the rest is um, credit cards that I'm paying off, a 401k loan. Um, and my current employer offers $2 for every dollar that I put into my retirement. And so if I put in 500, which is what I've been doing, they add 1,000 every single month. And so I put in 6,000 a year, they add Mm -hmm. 12,000. And I just have been struggling so hard giving that up um, because it's like a 200% return on investment immediately, but I I have this debt looming over my head Mm -hmm. and I don't, I can't afford a down payment on a house, like I'm still renting. And so I'm like, I just need to know that I'm going to be okay um, if I pause that for a few years, which is probably how long it's going to take me to get out of this $200,000 in the hole. Mm. What's your income right now, Philip? Uh, I'm a pharmacist and a professor, so it's about 110000 Okay. Um, and my, I recently got married and another a third kid on the way. Ooh, congratulations. Uh, Does your wife work? She's working part time because she's in nursing school right now. Okay. Um, so she's only making about twenty thousand right now. Okay. Um, was that included in the one ten, or is that in no, addition to so about in addition to okay. so about one thirty for the household okay. currently? All right. You know, of course, I'm going to always refer back to the baby steps because we know that this is a proven method. I mean, millions of people have used this not only to get out of debt, but, you know, to find financial freedom and go on to become Baby Steps Millionaires. So we know that this method works. So let me precursor it with that. But yeah, 
that match is going to be there. That match is going to be there. And right now you need all of the money that you can to throw at your debt snowball so that you can get it done as quickly as possible. And here's the thing. When you're done getting out of debt, you're going to have so much more money to put towards retirement. You're going to be able to make up the you're going to make up the difference. And what I would suggest doing, this is like my new favorite thing. If you're not using every dollar, Philip, I would get on every dollar dot com, every dollar premium and use the financial roadmap planner because that's where you're going to plug in all these numbers and you're going to be able to see like the actual math of if I'm putting this much per month towards my debt, how quickly can I have it paid off? That's thing one. But then it's also going to project out for you, Philip, what the final scenario is going to be. You're going to be able to find out when your um, three to six months is saved. You're going to be able to find out when you're going to become a baby steps millionaire. And it's so motivating. And I trust me, once you plug the numbers in there, you're not going to be worried about, you know, the the little bit of money that you're going to lose on this match because you're going to realize, oh my gosh, I'm going to be debt free in like, I don't know, 24 to 36 months. Yes, I know. I was going to say, so pausing for three years, Philip, I'll talk you off the ledge. You're going to be fine. It's fine. Because guess what? You're going to press play and start investing again. And then like what Jade said, when you have that income and you know, and you guys buy a house, you're going to be saving up for a down payment. You guys are going to be doing some really great financial moves that you're actually going to have the money for mm-hmm. uh, and, and the less stress. Because here's the other thing, Philip, that you're not probably taking into account is what this $200,000 debt is doing to you guys. The yeah. stress. Mm-hmm. The lack of sleep, you know, we talk about even your, even within your body, your body knows that you are not safe when you don't have autonomy. Mm. And when you owe student loans and MasterCard and all of this, other people have a say over your future. There's a level that you are still owned by them. And there is a true emotional, spiritual lifting that happens when you don't owe someone money. And that, Philip. I don't care what employer does a match of any kind, right? Like that level of just freedom and peace of mind that you guys don't owe anyone anything. Suddenly you may realize they don't want to switch jobs. And you know what? If that other employer has a 3% match, wasn't as great as my other one, but I have the freedom to create a life that I love. Love it. Because I am not tied to these payments. So there is a, there is a mathematical reassurance that we'll give you on that side, that pausing investing for for three years or whatever it is you're gonna be okay you're still young you're fine we would give the same advice actually if you were 50 i mean yes. you know it's the same advice well, I, think, I think i needed to hear the um you know all of this is really helpful and i think the the clarity is something that i'm just not i haven't seen yet and so yesterday i started plugging in all these compound calculators and i'm like oh wow this is going to be many millions because yes. I currently have 180000 in retirement already. And so I'm that's like, even if I did nothing, I would have over a million dollars. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, why can I not make the, the jump here to actually like do something about this debt? But I think the roadmap is actually going to be the most helpful thing yes. for me because I'm, I'm someone who's got to see the numbers and know that this is heading in the right direction. So I really appreciate um, you know, the insight and encouragement because I've been looking for it for a little while and I haven't been able to get myself over the hump. So yes, appreciate you guys so much. Well, Absolutely. We are so happy to help. And you know, that's a really good thing that he brings up, Rachel, because it happens all the time that people, you know, they're like, man, I don't want to stop my investing. I don't want to pause, but they don't think they're going to be okay. Can I tell it took us seven and a half years yep. of not investing. We didn't get to start investing until our mid thirties. You are going to be okay. 
I because you're going you. to invest one day. Like you're, you're gonna you're, invest. It's it's gonna happen. I ain't got nothing else to do with my money, Rachel, right. but invest it. <laughs> it's all going into there. And Amen. I'm like, I look at it and I don't go, oh man, what if I go, yeah, baby. That's right. This That's is right. happening. Everything they told me was gonna happen is happening. So it is it. not too late for you. I promise you that. This is the Ramsey Show. This is the Ramsey Show. We are on with Rachel Cruz, myself, Jade Warshaw. Guys, if you have questions about anything, I don't care what it is. It could be retirement. It could be inflation. It could be meal planning. Whatever it is that's on your heart and mind, give us a call today. The number is 888-825-5225. We want to discuss it because chances are whatever it is that's bugging you, it's probably not just bugging you. It's probably bugging a bunch of other people too. Whatever question you have, it's probably not just you. There's probably a lot of other people that have questions too. So give us a call. Right now, we're going to go to the phone lines. We've got Debbie in Huntington, West Virginia. What's going on in West Virginia, Debbie? Hello. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, about about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I bought a car for my son. I co-signed for a car. It was a 2017 Veloster Turbo. Okay. And he drove it for about uh, eight months, making the payments. He has a good job, and he goes to work every day. So I was proud of him for that. He makes good money. Okay. And um, apparently he didn't have the credit. So they flipped it around and put it in my name and put him underneath me. I didn't know that, though. So meanwhile, on the way to vacation, his transmission goes out, and he's not with me. So they tow it off, and they told him it's going to be $9,000 to fix it, and it has under 100,000 miles on it. Okay. So it ends up that they said we didn't have any warranty, but it ends up I had it towed back to home, and they said, yes, you do have warranty on it, and the transmission can be replaced. But So it was in limbo for like four or five months without being fixed because it took them forever to get it done. Okay. Then during that time, my son lost his license. How did that happen? Uh, uh, long distance driving to a girlfriend, and he got tickets for speeding uh, on the interstate. Aye, aye, aye. And so then he lost his license. Okay. How old so, is your son, Debbie? Um, well, uh, he's 21 okay. now. Okay. So you spend the 9K to fix and, the transmission. Right. Uh, it didn't cost me anything, it ended up being free. But oh, okay. The, the warranty. Is, okay. I paid eight. I paid 18 for the car. We still owe 15, and he really can't drive the car because he doesn't have a license. Is he still working? Um, I don't. Yes, he is. Okay. So where's the? How can and we help you today? Well, um, when you lose your license, your insurance goes up. He's no longer yeah. allowed on our insurance because of that. Okay. So he's got like 24 points, um, and then. Because of that, he's not going to be able to afford to make the house, the car payment no. and the insurance. What's his, on what's a car his like name, that. Debbie? Uh, what's his name? It is Jim. Jim. Okay. I got, I got a plan mm-hmm. for Jim and you, Debbie. You ready? <laughs> yes. I'd sell the car today for 18. Mm-hmm. It means you're going to have $3,000 left. I would give it to Jim if you guys are in a good position. No, no. It'll be turned around. We're going to owe more than we can get out of it. You That's said you said it was show. worth eighteen, and you owe fifteen. I on paid it. eighteen. Oh, you paid eighteen. What is it worth? What's it worth? Yeah. You think? I don't. One of the dealers said they give us like ten. 
Okay. I think if we sold it out right, okay. we might be able to get more. All right. So Jim Jim isn't going to like my my plan as I continue down this road. <laughs> no. But I like it, Rachel. But Debbie, get rid of it, Debbie. And you're going to take a small loan of $5,000. You know what we call that, Debbie, around here? Stupid tax. What? <laughs> and we've all done it. We've all been in positions where we think, why did I do that? Why did I co-sign? And now my name. Rachel, it, she it, just it, thought she was being a good mom. She was just, she just thought she yeah. was doing the mo- the motherly thing. And so Jim, Jim is 21 Is he? and he's living at home. And that's, you know, I'm not going right. to rag on that, but, but Jim is 21 and he's going to have to learn. I have a long distance girlfriend. I have to now figure out my insurance is up because I drove fast and got multiple speeding tickets. Yep. I have lost my license. My insurance is up. Debbie, this is not your problem. Nope. Jim has a lot of problems. Okay. And but Mama Debbie can't does it. it. But Debbie doesn't. Debbie has a five thousand dollar problem mm-hmm. that you're gonna have to just you're gonna have to pay. But I would I would just I I, I just he's he's gotta learn. And and, and it's, this isn't like a tough love, like ah oh, blah blah. But for you, Debbie, I'm looking out for you because I'm like, man you couldn't, you know, you, again, good heart. Like you yep. said, Jade, yep. the, the, the intention was good. But Debbie, I want you guys, I want you to be in a position that you are being wise with your money. And this, and this isn't, this isn't wise. In fact, what's the scripture yeah. about co-signing, Jade? It, to paraphrase, to paraphrase the scriptures, it says that a person who co-signs is stupid. We're not calling you stupid, no, Debbie. The Bible did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it is saying the act of doing that because you never know what's going to happen. And this is a this is a very very good teaching point for everybody listening right now. Um, sorry to put you on this exactly. pedestal, Debbie, but it's a great teaching segment because if there is any situation where somebody would think I can co-sign for this person, they're not going to do me wrong. It is mother to son. Right? Yeah, it's the purest. You, it's the purest oh, relationship right there. The purest of intent. But Jim, Jim took you for a ride. <laughs> well, and they flipped it on her. Yeah, that, they that, did. That, that when they pulled the credit, they put her name on there. So and, I'm like, I don't want you liable, Debbie, with this car. Like, I don't trust the. I don't. I don't like it. That's right. Um, but that's what they do. And you know what, Debbie? And and we have to. We're gonna have to go to a break soon, so I can't get all this information from you. But depending on your situation, Debbie, if you are in a financial position, I'm thinking you're not because you went and got a car loan for yeah. your son and all of that. But for some reason, if you did have, you know, some money to spare after this debt is cleaned up and mm-hmm. you want to help Jim out and say, hey, Jim, I will match you for your car. You know, Ooh. you save 3000 and I and I will help you with 3000 to get you a 6000 You know, like, yeah, if, if there's ways to help without enabling. That's true. And so if there is a type of plan like that you want to do, you can. But I want you, Debbie, in a solid financial foundation, meaning all of your debts paid off, yes. including this new $5,000 loan that you're going to have after the car is sold. Um, you have an emergency fund in place. Like you are set up, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Jim is 21. He has his whole life to figure this he out. He sure does. And and you know what I mean? And you're and you're the mom. So you're in the middle and of the of the age range. So yes. it's like, I want you in a good position for retirement. Yes. And thinking large. So again, it's... Uh, it was out of a good place. It was out of, of a, good a mom's place. heart. And it just, it was the worst. It's, this is what happens though. The worst happens and people think it's going to be fine. Yeah. And then it happens. So Debbie, I'm so sorry. Co-signing is the worst. Yeah. Don't do it. We weren't calling Debbie stupid, but the no. Bible does say that it's stu- <laughs> it is stupid to sign assurance or to, to co-sign yeah. for someone else. Can I tell you guys a secret live on air? When I was dating Sam. Yes. I 
quote and in big quotes needed a new car yes you did i drove a ford taurus uh, that had lots of special features the heat didn't work like (laughs) and sam was like you need a new car he took me and i have of course had terrible credit he co-signed for my car the dumbest thing ever we were not even engaged so let me tell you i know something to because here's the thing if you're co-signing it means that that person can't cannot <laughs> get they can't get the loan themselves which means the bank knows they ain't got no money uh-huh. the bank knows they can't be trusted yeah that's the whole point of co-signing so think about that for a minute you're putting your neck on the line for something that and, and banks they would love to give you money that's right they, they'll they're, give, they're they'll, right there for you man they'll give money to <laughs> they'll give money to anybody and if they won't give money to this person that is saying something yeah, like that's that red is flag. your red flag yes. to not sign for them so if we're calling debbie stupid i'm calling myself stupid and i'm no, calling we're not because, calling debbie look, stupid at all i'm just saying the scriptures <laughs> got us on lock on the, they, the scripture put us in a headlock on this one <laughs> don't co-sign the loan now and i love what rachel said because when my kids get older and they get to driving age the plan is to buy cars in cash. Yes. You know? Yeah. They're going to wreck them anyway. I know. They're going to oh, get gosh. dinged up. They're going to get scratched up. Yes. I for sure would never. A brand new car? No. For well, for a 16-year-old? No. 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 Girl. No. But don't you remember? Not in high school? Year, not until. Not, yes. In and high school, people would come rolling through with yeah. brand new cars. Yes. Yes, they would. Oh. Yes, they would. Don't do it. No. Not worth it. Yeah. The car thing. It is. Uh. Oh, it's the piece of debt that I'm like, man, the car loan, <laughs> borrowing money on something going down in value, all of it. But Yes, do not do it. Thanks for calling, Debbie. It was a great call. It's something that we can all, all learn from. We've all done stupid things. The point is that we learn from it. And because we took that call, somebody is going to avoid the perils of co-signing. co-signing. All right, folks, that does it for today's show. Be sure to join us next time. And remember this, when it comes to changing your life and your money, you can tell me that you won't do it. But please, please do not tell me you can't. With Christ, all things are possible. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.